thank you to the Patreon supporters of the What We Remember podcast. Stephanie O, Nathan E, Jacqueline M, Matthew J, Paul and Sandy J, Sarah P, a.k.a. Situational Daddy on Instagram, and Big Time Jim. I would like to read some more names at the beginning of our episodes, and the only way I can do that is if you go to patreon.com slash what we remember and sign up to help support the show. Thanks. You're going to spill all that water again? I think it's gone. Oh. Well, let's find out. Oh, why would you do that? Wow. <laughs> Just pour it all over Brad's I had to Zoom. find out. Man, I need to drink so much water. It's hot. Dude, it's been blazing. I've been going through like a ton. Oh, I'm, I'm wow. finally drinking whatever the Surgeon General recommends you drink a day. <laughs> it's like two liters. A pack of cigarettes? What's the, what's the a pack of cigarettes? Yeah, yeah, that's how much you got to drink. <laughs> drink two packs. Take, take a pack, pack out. Pack a day. What else does the Surgeon General water? tell us to do? Hmm. Smoke, hmm. A pack. Smoke, yeah, a pack smoke, smoke a pack. Smoke a pack. Smoke a pack, bro. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no smoking. Unless smoke you got them. If you got them. <laughs> There's two rules. All right, that's a Stella joke. I can't steal that. Oh, man. Oh, it's in the podcast now. All right. No one knows what Stella is anyway. From Marlon Brando and uh, On the Waterfront. Stella! <laughs> Stella Artois. That's what we're talking about. Drinks. Uh, yes. Do you got uh, cool... What do you drink? Water? Ice, wa- ice water. I love ice water right now. Yeah, cold water. Unsweetened tea with some ice in it. Just ice it up. I don't know. I don't put ice in it, but I get it cold out of the fridge, and I put it in one of those vacuum tumblers, so it, does, yeah. it stays really cold. This guy I have uh, stays like... The whole night you can yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It'd be great. This guy, too. It's stainless steel inside, so you put coffee in there if you wanted to, or water. And Miracle of The outside science. is hot because it's black. <laughs> it absorbs all the light. <laughs> exactly. So that was a bad choice, but I like this. Yeah. My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenhauer. My name is Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is what we remember about small soldiers? Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. Come on. Did the song play in this movie? I don't know, but it probably should. <laughs> should it? Out the gate with some hot takes coming Shouldn't in. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it start I would, with that you know, song? You'd think so, right? I've seen this movie once in theaters and maybe like <laughs> yeah. partially you saw on this television. In I saw this in theaters. You both are dirks. You bunch, bunch of dorks. This hey, came out in, what, cool. 99? This yeah. was huge. My grandpa took me to this, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I saw this in theaters, but I definitely saw it um, on TV. And, uh, what, like a loser? Uh, I oh, mean, TBS. Yes, I yes, I was a loser. I don't know what... <laughs> the Bonehead Station. It's oh. very funny, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am, but what are you? Ooh. Ooh. Sick burn, dog. But I didn't have AC, speaking of being hot, and yep. my mom would just like drop us off at the mall and we'd go see a movie and the AC would just be oh, so man. hot. Yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. the movie in the summertime mm. and you're just like, oh my yeah. gosh, this is so now we, Now we have the issue where you have the leather, leather seats in every... Ooh. Theater, so it's nice and cold, but then your back is all sweaty. <laughs> all sticky. Yeah, you get peeled I have, up off of that thing. I have tried, uh, well, Ooh. a couple times I've been successful, but one time I went to the movie theater because I was like, okay, they're going to have AC there, and it's hot as balls <laughs> yeah, when you have like out. a yeah, power yeah, outage yeah. at your house or something, that's the place to go. They were like, all right, we'll sell you this ticket for this movie, but... RAC is out. Oh, and I was like, no! <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> Plans have been foiled. Yeah. You immediately just walk in and just walk right well, out. I did. What movie did. was it, though? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, this was years I, ago. I, I wish it had been something that you like. I should have gone to see that movie. Ice really, Age. Turns out it was really good. That would have been ironic. ironic. <laughs> 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 that would have been too ironic. Don't you think? <laughs> Wouldn't it be ironic? <laughs> A little too ironic. So... Um, yeah. Andy Moldenhauer. Who's, okay. who's in this film? Gregory Smith. The only characters I remember from this movie are the actual small soldiers. Oh, really? I don't remember. Yeah, I only know Tommy Lee Jones. That's the one I know. Kirsten Dunst. No, nope, mm-hmm. don't remember them. Christina Ricci does a voice as one of the oh, Barbie dolls. Oh, this <laughs> guy. I know this that because I'm here. This is why this you're at the theater guy. in the 90s. I've had to look at her IMDb page. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to talk about Casper? 
day. We need to talk we about, talk about another day. We need to make him talk about Casper. Stop it. I also know that Jay Moore and David Cross are in the film because they play nerdy scientists. Perfect. Who work on the small soldiers? Okay. Is um just random idea is uh what's the blade guy's name? Wesley Snipes. Is he in this? Is he one of the guys? I don't know. As a voice or is he? As a voice. Uh, well, there's a, a group of, of alien toys, and there's a group of soldier toys. Oh, yes. my God. I literally forgot about that. And I feel like they <laughs> each have like unique voices. I do they think do. some of the alien toys maybe don't even talk, or they just mumble. <laughs> yeah, or they like speak something weird, maybe. Because yeah. they're, they're the... Um... The Gorgonites. Oh, oh! What a poll. <laughs> wow. What a poll. What? TBS. Did you watch this on TBS yesterday? <laughs> it's very funny. Okay. This movie's not got very paid. funny. No, I, only, I hope we got paid for that. I only remember it because like, the, the thing that stuck in my head was just the, like, the very initial twist of they're like, we, we need to pick two lines of toys to like create a world out of so like all right we got the soldiers who are the good guys and these cre- weirdo alien toys as the bad guys and like the creator guys like but the the gorgonites are good they would not be mean to the soldiers and so like in the when oh, they, this is like a pitch meeting when they yeah, yeah. when they come to life jay moore and david the, the gorgonites are the good guys and the soldiers are the bad guys like so it flips it around on oh here. my god i forgot about that too now, these guys are soldiers right and what do soldiers need hats cam cam camouflage miss kegel Enemies, sir. Enemies. See, these hideous, ugly freaks. These guys are the enemy, and our guys have to seek them out and vaporize them. Well, no, they're not. Uh, sir, <laughs> um, don't you think that's a, um, a bit violent? Exactly. So don't call it violence. Call it action. Kids love action. It sells. Besides, what are you worried about? They're only toys. <laughs> They're working on like some super secret microchip yes. that makes Yeah, super wasn't smart. that what happened was like the military made some microchips it that was like the toy somehow company. Yeah, it was a toy company oh, just they, they accidentally it? invent an AI chip I or thought something. So. Yeah, and they, in 99 they just cram yeah. them into I'm is there, there's probably a bit where like one of the scientists is like, "No, we can't it's not ready yet. We're still figuring it." And they're like, "Put it in the toys." This gets reused in the Child's Play remake that came out last year. Oh. He gets like a super smart AI chip put in his brain. To make him an evil Chucky. Yep, so he's not no longer like the uh, serial killer in Chucky's body. No, he's just so a like crazy a, robot. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's way worse. It's a way worse idea. <laughs> Clearly, so he's just a robot then. Yes. Yeah, he's a robot. Well, that's lame. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually an okay film. But it is lame. That change is lame. Why would yeah. you change that part? Yeah, what's wrong with that? And I feel like this movie kind of like was brought up like Puppet Master. You guys watch Puppet Master? I did. Mm. Yeah, like evil, I think it's so evil bad. Evil toy puppet things. Yep, they were one of them has like a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Oh man, one of them has like a knife. They yeah. just like stabs your your ankles. And I this think. is just like a, a high blockbuster ver- version of a Puppet Master movie. Pretty much. Yeah, the and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a home arrest type movie too. Because they're kind of like locked in the house with the small soldiers, oh, yeah. right? So it's kind of like whatever that Kevin Spacey movie is, where the kids Kitty can't say his name. Well, whatever. <laughs> Mr. Spacey. <laughs> Where the kids like lock or maybe it's Kevin Pollock oh, actually. No, uh, it is Kevin. I think Pollock. I'm two I'm, I'm actually thinking of two movies I think. Are, <laughs> House Arrest. House Arrest is one of them. Was that, is that the one with Jennifer? How is there another one? <laughs> I, no, I think there is another movie that's similar to oh, it. Oh, man. There's Jeez. one with Kevin Spacey and I think there's one with Kevin Pollock. The Kevin movies. Mm. We gotta. We it's gotta like get the to volcano the bottom of this. Dante's write this, peak write of, this down. We gotta. T- we gotta revisit this in part two. <laughs> House arrest is, is one of them. Who's in that one? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, that's all I got. And Kevin Pollock. Okay, so that's that one. Yeah, and is Jennifer oh, Love Hewitt. Uh, Jennifer in Love Hewitt. It? Jeffrey Love Hewitt is in that one. And. Are we talking about that movie now? Are we switching gears? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can go back. We can go back. Andy's looking it up now. No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm writing down this note because I want to okay. come back to okay. this. <laughs> I think there's a second one with Kevin Spacey. So I think all of the toys have this like super smart microchip in them. The Gorgonites and the small soldiers? Yes. But a uh, shipment gets leaked early? Like one goes out too early? Yeah, I think so. They like it, the they have them in a box and it actually gets mixed up with a shipment to yeah. a toy store. And it's a small town toy store. Does a kid work there? I think at the, the store? I think the two kids. No, I think they're brother well, sister? I don't think they work at the toy. I think their like dad owns the toy store. Or are something they brother and, sister or are they just, I think they're yeah. like 
potentially boyfriend girlfriend, oh. but they never uh, get to that point. I thought they, they were never. Like, I thought it was that. the neighbors where like the boy likes the girl, but like they're friends mm. and yeah. And, I think it is that yeah. exactly. They're not in a relationship, but it's like they like I they see. like each other, he likes but her, they haven't gotten there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And his grandpa or dad owns like this toy store that's sort of failing. That it's like only selling like familiar. wooden toys, you know? Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Push toys. So where did they stuff? get this? AI yeah, but he gets this like super shipment. Thing. He gets this yeah. accidental shipment of of yeah these of super secret toys. toys. Like he wasn't supposed to get those from whatever random toy company, or like the maybe like the grandpa's like so old fashioned, and then like the son of him, like and the main kid's dad, like comes in, and is like, "Well, I know what we need. We need these new new toys to put on the shelves." It, and he goes out of his way, like goes behind the grandpa's back to order the toys. It could be. I could make up a lot. Yeah, of none of this here. sounds familiar yeah. to me. <laughs> but they they. Like, the toys get brought back to... I don't know if they're brought back to the house or they find them in the toy store. They're in the toy store. At least, like, one of them gets well, out. They, they cut, oh, out, they they cut themselves out yeah, of their own plastic. Yeah. Uh, they're in, like, the Barbie doll type, like, yep. square box with the clear plastic yeah, on the front. Yeah, with little twisty ties holding them in. For yeah. sure, the soldier guys cut themselves out of boxes. They do. And, but the other... The alien race is still locked up, I think. Maybe. Could be... Could I feel be. like the kid, like one of the the main kid, likes the the Gorgonites, so he like is like, oh, I like these guys. And I think he might soldiers. like Army Man first hmm. because he doesn't. Oh, he, they're not talking. Aren't to them there yet. like yeah. scenes where he does like like model painting? Like he's like in his room, oh, like could painting. Be. Like maybe, doesn't add yeah. to the story, but like maybe he likes action figures somehow or somewhere. Yeah, by that. Yeah, is he like? crazy young is he like eight years old or is no, he no 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 he's like teenager? he's like 16 like, yeah they're like teens they're, they're like 16 kirsten dunst kirsten dunst would have years been after like, jumanji like two yep, years three the four years, years does the main guy have four a younger later. sister maybe though like a, i Could think be. there is like a bit with a with barbies at some oh point that this. makes sense if there she's is like a, a bit little with barbies because christina Ricci oh that's right does oh, yeah. you did say that. so one of the microchips ends up in a barbie and like whatever toy no i think what happens is the small soldiers enlist the barbie dolls by like that's true working on them mm. and they're like toy story-esque barbie dolls i think ah. they they like they, they look horrifying okay. i believe Interesting. i believe i might be mixing up i like story. this idea but but it's like the the small soldiers create them to be a part of their army. Yeah. Did this come out after or before Toy Story? This came out after. This would have been after. Okay. This came out like 98. I feel like it should have came before. I think this I literally think was, came out in 1998. I think it's problematic that it came out after Toy Story. I mean, it and, came and, out a while after. In the same Toy way. Toy Story was like 92, 95. Oh, was it? Okay. It, it came out three years later. In the same way E.T. came out right before The Thing came out. Yeah. People, like, <laughs> yeah, that was want, two years. People didn't want to see a scary alien year. movie yeah. because they just saw an E.T. And I feel like people didn't want to see a scary toy movie because they just seen Toy Story. <laughs> I feel like kind of just maybe of the perception. Yeah. People were ready for it wasn't really yet. scary though. Well, I'm saying people there were don't parts, want to. No, scary when you movie. see a not so scary version, you don't want the scary. You don't want. One to, you want to go back to the old like, version. No, you like want to see ET. Well. Yeah, you don't want to watch the thing. I thought ET was a terrifying movie when I first <laughs> it saw it. Scary. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, the scene where they're like bringing in the the. Oh my gosh, Hazmat the government suits. guys. Yeah, that part scared me. Just the scene where like ET's head flies up. He's like, Meh. I was like, nope, oh, kill yeah. it. Are there scenes on YouTube where they like remove the music from ET and it is a horror film? Yeah, it's straight up. That's scary. a great one to recut the trailer for. <laughs> or make I that would be vision. terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, this one scared. This movie scared me. I think yeah, it's a, there's, a yeah lot, it's, there's a lot happening. in It's this probably film. not as scary now, but like as a kid, like yeah. yeah. So well, so so the main conflict between the toys is the the backstories that their creators give. I'm wondering if it's two competing toy developers, like what the the jerk kind of like big. Yeah, there's like jerk guy who's got his so, hero soldier line. Oh. So Jay Moore and the cool guy is that, like the money grubbing guy. Yeah, who's like, wants to push out the toys. They want to make them like, smart and heroes. aggressive as possible. David Cross plays like the weasel yeah. guy who He's wants like, to, wants the best thing. For they're them. sensitive aliens. And yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. And so the w- they wake up and they each have their goal. The here the soldiers need to kill their Gorgonites. That's like their entire thing. Mm-hmm. And the Gorgonites have to like find their home planet or something. Yeah, they just want to go home. I yeah. Think. And so yeah, they they're just trying to like help. Please let us just get to our home. These guys want to kill us. Are they kind of like the Galaxy Quest type uh, aliens in a way? Like they're isn't the main they're one like very a, friendly? They're yeah yeah. I mean the main they're one's like a, it's like a cat person or something, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. But yeah, they're very, you know, they're kind of pacifist and, and just like all mm-hmm. we want to do is they think like they see like a poster of like a, a park or something. And it like, looks like they're home. Yeah, that's our home. I think there's a scene, too, where all the small soldiers rip apart the Gorgonites and reassemble them into like weird ways, like their hands coming out of their head. I think one of them gets like killed or kidnapped and changed. Mm, yeah. Okay. Them. 
<sighs> what now? That also happens in Toy Story. I mean, Ooh. like maybe maybe you are right that like there's a a store or a toy store that maybe they own or or the kid works at because I don't really understand why the small soldiers hunt down the boy. Like it seems to like get that's the what they're he's harboring the he's, he's harboring he has the gorgonites and they they're like why does he have the gorgonites? Because he just does. He just, he, just toys. He liked them and they, they talked to him. Something. Yeah, the toys talked. He befriended to him. them. Yep. He shows them off to Kirsten Dunst, and she thinks they're really cool. And it's just them trying to like figure out so, how to protect these toys and like mm-hmm. what's going on. So does he? He buys them from the store. He just takes them. I'm pretty sure, or they just break out of their cases. Mm. I think he hears. I'm like, kind of remembering. They, like, there's like a message a backpack that or keeps something? playing from like the main Gorgonite. Oh, maybe or something yeah, like that, or that maybe even good. from the Tommy Lee Jones. Like there's wow. a, a phrase, and like the phrase changes, hmm. and then all of a sudden, like it starts talking like a person. <laughs> like, whoa, what's happening? Yeah. Wow, you guys are pulling a lot of like memories cool out. <laughs> I like it. It's not really still yeah. yet completely making it all come together in my head. Oh, sure. So, yeah. <laughs> we might have to just start plotting so the this soldiers, out. <laughs> well, the, the, so the soldiers track down the kid to his house, mm-hmm. but they like can't get inside, so they hatch this plan. Yeah, to kidnap like, Kirsten Dunst to like oh. force the kid to like come force force him to go to them to get her back or save her or something, and okay. with the organites, I think. And I think maybe like. That's where they get her Barbie dolls to Maybe. attack her and tie her be. up. Maybe, because I think that's what happens. There's like a scene where there's like tons of Barbie dolls and and oh yep yep. <laughs> Kirsten oh. Kirsten Dunst is like in her room, and then all of a sudden a Barbie doll like jumps on her shoulder and she's like freaking out and throwing it, <laughs> and then like all these other Barbie dolls start entering her room like coming towards her and she's like panicking. Oh man! So I, yeah that. That's that's they, good. They tie her up good. right there. It's gonna be good. Tommy Lee Jones is an angry man, and he scares me in this film. He is in this film or every film because that's Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> sometimes in every he, film. he's a softy. Well, that's true. Okay, you know, he's enough. a man of the house. Sometimes he's, he's doing a little we bit. Need of the do, we need to do. We need to do that movie for this podcast. <laughs> we talk about it so much. We I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my god! But I'll, I'll it's it. great. I'll do it. It's great. I know what movie you're talking about. I can guess what happens in it. It's that cheerleading movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bring it on. Speaking of bringing it on. This is like a year before bringing it on. That's too. true. There you go. The toy soldiers do have just toy guns and things. Yes. And they eventually trade those in for real weapons. Yes. First mission was to like Whoa. upgrade their gun. They like build a flamethrower. The scariest one is the nail gun. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. They like rig it so that there's no safety in it. It's just shooting nails automatic all the time. It's horrifying. It's just too scary for a kid's movie. Yeah, That's why it, Puppet Master exists. Dude, to be R-rated. To this day, if it someone gives Master. me a nail gun, I'm like, I don't try this thing <laughs> there's like super buff soldiers yep. and like there's like a spy soldier and there's like a demolition guy who like always blows himself <laughs> up i think yeah the and, main and the, the main guy kind of has like what like he looks like an orc a little bit doesn't he have like a jaw with like teeth coming out or something for like the that? soldiers or for the no gorgonite? for the gorgonite no the main guy's like a cat he's guy. very specifically looks like guy? an avatar person yeah he looks yeah exactly he does look like an avatar person I'm like vaguely remembering things. There's probably but I one might be that like Thundercats. There probably is one that looks like what you're saying, though, because I mean yeah. they all look kind of unique. And there's different. some goofy looking Gorgonites. Like, yeah. There's like a guy with like a like he's like a bigger stout one with like a weird back thing. I, yeah. I think like a hunchback guy. And I think there's like a super smart scientist guy. Okay. I forget like who the makeup of the Gorgonites is. I think mm-hmm. one just doesn't even ever talk. Yeah. 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 Or he's I like think mumbling. A, instead of like him being into painting models i think there's a scene where he's actually repairing a gorgonite and it's like moving its head and talking to him i like that that makes sense he's like he's like yeah he's like screwing things on with the chip and everything and it's like talking to him and Mm, discovers the microchip i don't know what they're talking about though but i remember this scene yeah is there a point where they like call a number on like the back of the box or something like that because jay moore and david cross eventually get invested into what's happening, they go to the town. Yeah, I that think makes sense. they're, to cover they're tracking them going. down because yeah. they're trying to get the toys back because they were never right. supposed. To, they find out there's like this horrible the defect. shit that went like loose with yeah, the microchips in them. Mm-hmm. Now you have like the small soldiers are in there fighting um, to to also like take Greg, whoever whoever his character is, like the main character trying to take him yeah. hostage too. I don't know if they get like a, a bigger plan other than killing gorgonites like to take over the world maybe i think their plan is to take over the world something mm. like that might happen yeah and that there has to be moments in this movie 
where he's trying to tell his parents or his grandpa like what's going on and like no one believes him yeah or, like, they go out of town and he's home alone yeah, i think that does think happen in the weekend yeah. like the I, maybe make me even the soldiers set it up that way but yeah I think the, the kids Gor- alone i think the Gor- like he's telling one of the gorgonites to talk and he just won't talk because i think he, there like, is a bit like after the battle when the parents show back up and like their house is wrecked completely and, destroyed like, yeah they, mm. all this and they're like oh my god and because because at the very end it involves like the toy guys show up in like a helicopter and they're basically just like sorry about that here's some money and like take off i feel they like oh. collect their toys and get out of there that's good sure. <laughs> and the little deus ex machina cover up that money <laughs> but i bet there's one last bit where like the head gorgonite like stays with the kid or something or they they eventually all go to whatever the poster is like mm, or maybe utah or, or something well they drop right. them off in like a, a area could, that's yeah okay, okay <laughs> to like live off the rest of their time i think all of the and army the soldiers, soldiers get dropped guys, into a theater of war to help the u.s military yeah that might happen <laughs> or like they it's get so taken weird. back i'm not sure what happens yeah like, ultimately Maybe um, they just get deprogrammed. We're not going to make these the anymore. Small soldier, the yeah, time yeah. Of soldiers. Yeah, maybe. we have to get rid of these. But definitely the Gorgonites like have a happy ending. I'm almost positive. I would assume so. They get like dropped off in a box somewhere, and a place looks like their home, and they just live off the rest of their days. The Matrix. Those, yeah, those little <laughs> puppets in the desert or whatever they're from. <laughs> I'm trying to. There's think. more to talk about. There's so sure. much more. Yeah. The big backyard Man, brawl. There's a backyard like brawl. Oh, there's like the whole all fight. sorts of things the, are happening. The war last thirty is minutes like of the bonkers, film. man. Yeah. It's all it's like Home Alone, but like I was lethal. Ask. Like it's because they the scary all war the weapons music are crazy impro- yeah. improvised stuff. Like I'm sure they're like chucking knives with catapults and stuff. I'm and sure Tommy Jones gives a couple inspirational speeches. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure like there's a baseball bat that gets pulled out and they're like smashing small soldiers. Oh, <laughs> left yeah, and right. yeah. sure. <laughs> Humans take the sides of the Gorgonites and try to defend them. I think, too, there might be a, a an idea that, like, the Gorgonites know that they're always going to lose to the small soldiers. Like, the Gorgonites are very story, pessimistic. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, well, we can't win. They're just too good. Or, or we weren't meant to maybe win. Maybe it even gets meta. Yeah, they're like, you know, we the, we know how the story ends or something. <laughs> like, I think so. We're oh, going to get hunted down. Brutal. Just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Scary. Yeah. Are they I, like, I think they, supposed they've to accepted the their, like, terrible fate, hmm. which doesn't help because well, like he's got to fight the small soldiers all by himself then. Right. And I'm sure at the very least, they're all like, you don't, don't put yourself in danger for us. We'll surrender ourselves and let them kill us or something even. And he's mm-hmm. just like, God, no, that's we'll horrible. We'll protect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that that opens up something too. Like, don't they set up one of the Gorgonites as like a trap? Maybe. Like they 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 well, put them out there and go be. like you could take them or whatever. Oh, the soldiers set them up as a trap. Like they can't. No, no, no. Them. I think because oh. I was thinking like maybe they're using them as bait. But... One way or the other might happen. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was right. I was thinking it was more like the human character okay. set up a Gorgonite as bait. Mm, to get, okay. Okay. There is definitely a lot of military strategy. Happening there is. Yeah. Like the Tommy Lee Jones side of things. Yeah. He's definitely saying, like, move out a bunch in <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> He's got to give, like, some inspirational speech near the end before they go into the final. Oh, yeah. There's some, like, American hoorah type speech. <laughs> go get them. He's talking about, like, the day that they landed on, like, uh, the beaches in Normandy. <laughs> we cut ourselves out of those boxes and <laughs> right. went on to this world. Right, right. Anything else we want to talk about? I can't say soldiers? I know much more about yeah. this movie. Yeah. I know one more thing. Oh, directed by Joe Dante. <gasps> this of, is a of, good of, one. Of Gremlins and the Birds. Oh, oh that okay, makes yeah. Sense. Holy cow! This, I think it was his last Hollywood the, film. Because the fight oh, where, wow. where they're gearing up, but it feels very it was a good one though. Because again, in, like in Gremlins, when they're you know putting weapons it didn't together, make money on, didn't, we, it didn't do well. You and I saw it. I know. I was the only one well, in the theater. Fourteen bucks right there. I think I went to like a $5 show. Oh, oh geez, oh, Brad. That, you're the reason. I met me. Well, you didn't want Joe Dante to direct anything else? <laughs> I do want him to direct things. But. He, he literally hasn't done any other Hollywood movies? I don't think so. <laughs> Has he done any other movies? I, he may have done one or two that just slipped through the cracks in my brain. Could but be. he's in done the some amazing movies. Why? Never mind. I don't know. Yeah, but it's got Gremlins vibes. There's like For music sure. playing through this whole thing, setting up the tone of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, How does what, the CG what, look? Does it look good? Are these little soldiers looking well, good or is I mean, it looking weird? This, I think it I did think, look good. I bet it looks fine. I mean, the idea, like, I mean, the whole reason that Toy Story is Toy Story is because 
they, they, you know, Pixar was like, all our animation looks like plastic. They're like, oh, well, then let's just make them plastic. That's problem solved. <laughs> and so, I mean, this is a couple years down the road. They've had time to develop that tech. I'm sure they look convincing enough. I bet it's going to look good for its time. Yeah. But it's not going to look great. Now, the interactions with humans, who knows? <laughs> it may be that, like, you know, it's well, they've had time to work on that, you know, like, like that. yeah, depends if Joe Dante got it right, but like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We got Who Framed Roger Rabbit, that's like, yeah, yeah, Space that's Jam. That's hard to act. <laughs> Space Jam didn't work. Um, <laughs> well, there are a lot of scenes where I think just like the toys are just talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's all digital. <laughs> We're just like shot with plates. Yep. And then CG action figures but i'm wondering too if it's like all cg all the time or if they had like oh, real I, dolls too that they could that's set a, in that's a good question i would have to believe that yeah they have some like physical standards for or you can like hold them and then they just cg like a head or arms or something you know i bet they're like real that's, when they're in the box that makes sense yeah makes sense. yeah that would be easy to do too because you could pop the head off yep. or you just have them hold an actual plastic part or, that doesn't need to move and i feel like a know, big misstep that's for, probably what they actually did for this film is that it's a story all about action figures, and I never once saw a small soldier's toy. No marketing tie in my entire yeah. life. Wow. That's why I failed. <laughs> Clearly not a Disney movie, and this would have been everywhere. Well, I think it was just too scary. I don't yeah. think I mean, is this a, I mean, is this PG 13, I'm guessing? It would probably, have to be, right? Probably. It's I'm sure there's some like, swear non... words in there. I don't yeah. think the good guys are like likable enough, and then the bad guys are just too mean. I, it just, I think the stakes might be too high. It could be. Like, well, the stakes are pretty high. I think they try to like blow up the house at one point. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. The house gets like, on, like I said, I they make like a flamethrower and like catch part of the turn house the oven on and, and light something up. up. Yeah, they blow some stuff up. Turn into Final Destination up in this. Mm. I got nothing else. Yeah, let's watch I, it. I'm yeah. ready. Time to go. Let's um, been, <laughs> there's a lot of questions. since the page master. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so let's see what we got right and what we got wrong. No poor Saf ever won a war by dying for his country. He won it by being all that he can be. Damn the torpedoes or give me death. Eternal vigilance is the price of duty. And to the victors go the spoils. So remember, you are the best of the best of the few and the proud. So ask not what your country can do for you. Only regret that you have but one life to live. The war against the Gorgonites will be won. Uh-oh. Commando Elite, let the first shot be fired. Search out the Gorgonites and drag them all. Welcome back to the Movie Reference Podcast. We watch Small Soldiers, which is nothing but movie references. You got upset about some it's of the movie references. It's just too many. So they just keep hitting you over the head with them. There's maybe like 10 lines of original dialogue in this movie. <laughs> the rest is like homage to some, some old All these movie war from the movies. 70s to the 1930s. Every single war movie, they Googled up and they figured out quotes from those movies and just stuck them in their movie. Like some of them are funny. Like they do no. the. No. <laughs> None of them are funny. The, the Patton bit was funny where he's giving the speech funny? in front of the flag like i was like I, this, this is fun but then it was just like that but for the rest of the movie too and i was like no, no thanks too much <laughs> too much movie references that, that scene was funny per se stand on your own two feet little small soldiers but the gorgonites had more than that they had a lot of feet don't stand on the backs of giants whoa that's i uh, see uh, maybe that did was you pull reference. that from the movie oh, that might have been a movie reference <laughs> what reference what, what movie does that reference <laughs> i don't know oh my gosh <laughs> so the the writer director is the guy who did gremlins and gremlins 2 uh, joe, did dante? joe dante write this i, I didn't see that he, he wrote I, it. I thought he was uh credited with like six other people there was oh, just, like okay. a big writing group but yeah he directed it for sure he definitely directed it and it sounds like it was like a passion project from what I was like reading. Like he was genuine. Like I can't wait. This is gonna be really good. I know you said passion project, but I would argue it's a patch in project because they kept on trying to put different like moods into the movie where it was like for yes. kids and for adults and like for teenagers and like it was a was a patchwork. Yeah, yeah all was, sorts of stuff it trying was to a please Frankenstein's audience. monster of a movie. And there's yeah. a literal Frankenstein's monster in this movie. It's yeah, true. Yeah. He, it's true. And, and he did acknowledge that because he talked about like originally they wanted an edgy teen movie, and then uh, like at some point, a, like a 
during production, they got Burger King to sign on for some merchandising deals. And <laughs> oh my Burger gosh. King was like, uh, PG 13's a little old for us. So suddenly they had to like turn it into a kid's movie Sold that's out. not edgy. And so you end up with both. And it's. Did this turn out to be PG? I don't, it still I don't seems even know. PG-13. I think it's still PG 13, but <laughs> they, they like just tried to, they tried to tone it down at the last minute. And Kids Club does not like that. Was, wasn't that the uh, Burger yeah, yeah. King Kids Club? Yeah. yeah. Can't we can't have small soldiers uh, blowing each other up and stabbing <laughs> each other's fingers? Was there a, a kids' toy thing from a, a drive-through McDonald's type restaurant that you guys liked or wanted? I remember McDonald's having the the Mario ones; those mm. are pretty fun. But like, <sighs> they didn't always have toys. Even I wasn't they, sometimes in... they had like glass cups. I didn't and... care about the toys. I I feel like I cared. Uh, cups were cool. My parents correctly read the situation because we would always be like, we want to go get fast food because it tastes great and because we get toys. My parents were like, you play with the toys for 10 seconds and then they're garbage and then mm-hmm. we have to they have a tub full of garbage toys. Yeah. And they were absolutely right. We played with those things for like 10 minutes and then we're like, this is stupid. <laughs> if you ever yeah. go to a garage sale in the 90s, there were just bins of oh those toys. Yep. No matter what garage sale you and went to. And they were usually the wind-up ones that just like walked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, this is stupid. I don't need this. Uh, there were so many weird collectibles. Like you could also get the stuff out of cereal boxes. I was determined in like... 98 or whatever cheerios was doing that you could find different gold medals in your in your cereal boxes for different events and i was like i'm gonna get so many of them and then i got like 10 for yachting and i was like who cares about freaking yachting medals <laughs> i didn't even know what yachting was i kept calling it yachting because i didn't know what it was <laughs> thought it was some sort of yeah. needlepoint that like, like why grandma there, used to do why is there a boat what is this garbage <laughs> oh i didn't know what you meant until you said yachting <laughs> oh there you go that's with the boat, right? <laughs> yeah, with yeah. There was a cereal company Spooner. that would give you actual movies if you turned in enough things. I oh, remember yeah. that being a thing. You could get like Back to the Future. Oh, and I think man. even like Burger King might have had VHSs that you could get. Ooh. Maybe well, it was there McDonald's. Were, there were also but you could get legitimate movies. I could say, I mean, there's been enough tie-ins with studios for all this kind of stuff. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that it's, it's, be the, a part it's of it. the decade of the tie-ins for sure. Well, yeah, 90s. I mean, I, I think I've brought up Checks Quest on the podcast before. Yeah, oh, and it's out oh, now. Oh man. That was there was, a great there's tie-in. also free to play on Steam. <laughs> I I remember when Independence Day came out, there was some like a uh, CD-ROM that came with it where you can like play or create some of the monsters or something like that. Mm. I don't I actually don't remember what you could do with it. I, mer- I think I, it was some kind of small I, game. I, Brad probably remembers the Men in Black computer game because mm. I definitely did it come that. with the movie. It, I don't think it came with oh. the movie. It was weird. It was it did sort of the um like the Resident Evil uh, like the fixed camera position as you walk through hallways, so the controls would get kind of weird because suddenly it would like flip so you know, your cameras at the other end and your controls reverse all of a sudden it was a very awkward game to play but it was pretty cool you would sometimes get like the little disc that was like half the size of a cd yeah. and cd-roms did have like a tray within a tray for those to fit in oh yeah the bite size yeah mm-hmm. i never really knew it was that was used for they just game needed, cube they, when you yeah. knew you didn't need that you much got, like space, an episode so. of a tv show or something yeah. in one of them but it's like this cheaper is, to produce like i I don't know but it, you know so with small soldiers mm. oh yeah that movie, movie tie-in what did we think well, we can let's let's hmm. let's think about what things we claimed in part one. Oh, that's a good start. Yeah, at least then we have things let's, to. Let's that's what about... a proper podcast would do. <laughs> you know, you think, right? <laughs> this movie is a who's who of who the hell is that actor? Sherry O'Terry. <laughs> Sherry O'Terry. <laughs> Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah, yeah. Phil Hartman. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Yeah, he played one of those small soldiers. Oh wow. Didn't even notice. <laughs> There's also the guy that was in like the Frank Langella. Frank Langella, yeah. I and never want to say his last name. And then there is also like who's that guy that was the scientist that that Jay Moore and David Cross met with? Like that guy even Robert Picardo. Oh yeah, from, from a Star, Star Trek Voyager. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The Doctor. He's in a bunch of other Joe Dante films too. Mm-hmm. He's in the Burbs. He's in. And then your favorite guy. Dick Miller. Dick Miller Dick from Miller Gremlins. Wasn't, yeah. Many 80s. Riding movies. that tractor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in this semi truck. Trying to think. Who else? The mom think... and dad I don't recognize. Yeah, the mom. Yeah. The main mom and dad. The mom looks kind of like Jennifer Tilly without being her. Yes, you are yeah. right about that. And then the dad is like Al Borland without being Al Borland. Yeah, he's just. The dad is grumpus. like, he's, he's one he's of Mr. those grumpus. guys who is just, he has like small parts in a million things. Like, yeah. he's been around for forever. Like, you're very recognizable, but you don't know who he is. No. <laughs> yeah, he's it was like him, actor. the Star Trek guy. I was like, I know these people. I just didn't know like where they were from until yeah. he said Star Trek. Oh. We weren't sure about 
the graphics and how they were going to look. We were. I, I it's thought a they were all match. right. It's I a thought they were. The, that was probably some good, the some bad. Best part of the movie for me is it looked pretty good. I think because they're plastic. There's part it that made it work. I mean, there are definitely parts where they're puppets. So we got some puppet action, mm-hmm. and then parts where they're full CG. But the full CG looks pretty good yeah it's not too bad it's doable yeah. yeah it passes they're supposed to move clunky so they do yeah you know it worked out i think i think yeah i brought up the toy story idea of like oh if, if it looks like plastic make them toys i think the same idea with this if like your animation is kind of jerky and stilted anyway like again making them toys makes it fine it makes it work within the universe it does take me in and out during the action scenes a little bit mm. it's like I'm, all, I'm more okay with it if they're just like walking or talking but when they keep cutting back between like them riding vehicles and then like walking around it's like i would rather have it be one way or the other so yeah I'm, for if it's gonna I'm be su- a sustained yeah scene or something yeah it's it is better that way i think but mm-hmm. i was not disappointed it was pretty good that was that was probably the one redeeming quality so we were saying that obviously we got jay moore and david cross right but we we miss Dennis Dennis Leary. It's yeah, kind of well, like the head guy. Yeah, we miss mm-hmm. like the beginning. This toy company like gets bought up by like by like Raytheon. Yeah, basically, it's like Raytheon Ra- yeah. buys a toy company, so like they make like military stuff, and mm-hmm. then like all of a sudden they're like, well, let's like try to smash the two together. Let's yeah. make like a military like sentient. Mm-hmm. The CEO's like demanding a new line of toys, so they just like repurpose chips from the military division into the toys, and that's why This is where like logic psychos. just goes out completely. Yeah. They're like, nuts. we need in three months, we want like a, a toy that's able to walk and talk and like take in information. Like the Furby just came out and it could barely do any of that stuff. <laughs> Did either of you ever see the movie toys with Robin Williams? It's almost like the same premise. I don't think so. Where they're with working the, like the for the military. And the yeah. Oh, wow. It's oh, really? Like, it's a toy company that, that, or it's a military company that takes over a toy company and they turn like a video game, like flight simulator, into an actual like drone simulator and kit and like train kids to fly drones to like do real attacks. So it's like Ender's Game meets the last Ender's Starfighter. Game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of Ender's Game as well. It's just like so high concept. But I mean, it's, it's similar to Small Soldiers. Yeah. Four years uh, preceded it, though. But we do have the, the, the Commando Elites. Uh huh. And the Gorgonites. I, I don't. I want to be explained each character, what their gimmick is. I feel like everyone's just thrown out there. They try to do it in the first scene with Dennis Leary where they're pitching the ideas for the toys, mm-hmm. but they don't have like a good pitch. I wanted Jay Moore to be like, this is lunatic. He's the demolition guy. And then maybe he does like a line and like recognize the voice actor for a second. Yeah. And they get, go through like each of the toys and like a quick montage sequence of them doing yeah, something. That I think nice. you're right. I think there's a lot of scenes in this movie where like I don't want to wish this movie was longer because <laughs> I, it's I long. Didn't, it didn't it's really. It's over two hours. It, it is long so. and it's not that good. But <laughs> <laughs> I tried to look to fast forward it like by one speed yeah. or two speed. And but at the same time, I feel like there are so many parts of this movie that could have been improved with just a few more minutes of additional like exposition or content just uh, of what's happening i want to feel attached to one of the toys yeah i don't care about any of the gorgonites or any of the small soldiers like I'm you're not rooting yeah, for any you're of them you're supposed to connect with them the gorgonites immediately just because they're like they're we just lame don't fight that's what we it's pacifists do. yeah so, like, pacifist yeah that's it but they should I each mean, have like a powers noble, or something yeah, like, to go like, with they them. don't explain them they each do they all pretty much have powers but one they guy don't spins get around it. a lot he's like the only guy i can identify with as liking yeah I, yeah, like, uh, what's their backstory? Why do the Gorgonites and the elite commandos fight have, each to, other. Yeah. have to fight mm-hmm. each other? Like, why are they mortal enemies? Yeah. That's never really explained. Even no. though they're toys, it's like, maybe maybe they, the toys can actually explain that to the audience. They should be fighting yeah. over something. Like, like yeah. Like, like when, a power crystal. Even when the, uh, when the kid something is... Up. Just any MacGuffin. Like a MacGuffin. Yeah. 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 But when the kid's talking to Archer for the first time, the head of the Gorgonites even, be like... He just had the kid ask, why are the lead commandos trying to kill you? Because he doesn't. And that seems like a goofy oversight. Like, Mm -hmm. why isn't there a moment where he says, like, how come they want to kill you? And he, like, explains, like, oh, well, we, like, he explains the the written backstory of, like, we've been in conflict for years or something. Like, they're just crazy. It's, I don't know. They should be fighting fighting over, like, power crystals, and every time one of them gets them, they, like, unlock a power. So it's kind of, like, fun to see, like, oh, which Gorgonite and what small soldier, like, 
depending on who has the crystal, like what their ability is yeah, or like how they're hiding. That's a cool idea. I like that. Gorg- I know, because I'm trying to write a movie. This is they chose not to do. Yeah. The, the Gorgonite arc is so stupid, too. They're like, they're pacifists, like you were saying. Yeah. They basically say, like, our our goals, our goal is to get to Gorgon, yeah. which is a place that doesn't exist, but also, like, their abilities are to hide, which is like, who cares? Yeah. And their other abilities to like learn? Who cares? Well, it helped him when he opened up that Encarta 95 <laughs> or whatever on that machine. Yeah, he, he got heavy into US politics oh, from like man. 1960 I rem- on. I remember using that Encarta software. I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I was like, is this Wikipedia before Wikipedia? <laughs> yes. It was like Lilu from Fifth Element. Yeah, it she was. was learning all the all the terrible yeah. things in the world. But I was more interested in that scene. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was also Arthur's that was also a weird Lilu moment because scene. they have it. It's like the Lilu scene, and he like clearly is flipping through like very contentious political like yeah, it was like Richard issues. Nixon, like assassination of and, like, JFK, atomic bomb stuff, atomic bomb. And you're, yeah, like because of Fifth Element, I was expecting him to have that exact same reaction, but he's just sort of like, oh, now I've paused on a picture of a. Yeah. Is that another movie reference that they just like ripped, but out without being like blatant like this is like a reference to fifth Maybe. element it might have been i mean they're like if it, they're like collaging it is that things is, together from other every movies movie in this yeah consciously and not consciously it'd be nice if like archer was like actively learning to what it was to be like to be human and maybe he gets like more lethargic or like he gets more humanistic or something mm-hmm. like that you get yeah. watching tv and like vegging out and like they they don't even want to fight the small soldiers because it's like they're all it's all pointless and then something has to like kick them back up into gear Ooh. yeah i mean you like, know that's like a movie would do <laughs> like their their arc is so stupid it's like they're pacifist and then all of a sudden they're like okay we gotta start fighting and then they just start fighting. Yeah. There's no like, we're worried, we're scared about this. We don't know how to do it. Like, we need a training montage. Like, some some kind of arc we need that fish shows they're water. working on it. Instead of just like, I'm just not going to do it. And then now like, okay, I guess I'm going to fight. Yeah. And now that I said fish out of water, make them actual fish people. Whoa. Change, change them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. There's so many, again, uh, the movie moves too fast and yet is too long. And, like, uh, we were confused about how they even like, get to this toy store or whatever and, yeah. and go home. There's a lot of off-screen action. Yeah, they like just... They, like, they, show me that action. Yo, show let's it, let's explain that setup. So the the main character's dad owns a toy store and this military toy company that just merged and is making this toy in three months mm-hmm. that happens in like the first five minutes of the movie, apparently. Um, all of a sudden... Uh, the guy that does the regular deliveries Dick deliveries Miller. Dick Miller to the store. He's dropping off some packages. All of a sudden he has these elite commandos and the Gorgonites, but they're not actually going to be on the shelves until Monday. And it's like Friday or something like that. And so, and like the kid signs the, for him. The kid yeah. convinces. It's a long Joe, walk for a conceit for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it really he convinces is. him to, to give them the toys. Yeah. And he'll sell them and yeah. then give them the money back, reimburse them later. Should have just like literally fallen off the truck and then like the truck driver, or he could have stolen them too, and the truck driver could have been trying to find them again. Yeah, St- stealing he- them would have made more sense with his backstory about yes. like yeah. burning down his school yep. and stuff. Yep, yep, totally. But Dick Miller just gives him the the toys. Yep, and he writes it off as like, oh, they fell off the truck. Yeah, like that's that doesn't develop anybody's character. That just makes Dick Miller look like a bad employee. And, yeah. and I guess he could have had some motivation to steal the toys, like if he was like trying to impress he his father. A couple bucks or something. Or, I, I think he yeah. could have been trying to impress his father. Like that might have been some good motivation. Or they're, to, they're trying to get a quick buck. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. the toy story. The, there's there's the toy story is like struggling or something. Yeah, it's struggling it's and little... he wants to do something. He's like, these are the future. My dad just doesn't get it. But we're not shown that. Ever. That's true. You're you don't even really know what the toys are at that point. Yeah. Hey Joe, do you think you could like? Front me a set of these? What? You know, just sort of lend it to me. You got plenty in the truck. Yeah. That's Toy World's inventory for the month. This daughter's paid for. I don't want to get my ticket pulled. I'll pay you back after I sell them. Yeah, and what about your dad's policy? No war toys. Don't worry about my dad. By the time he gets back, they'll all be sold. And this place will have made a little money for once. Mm. I don't know. That's... uh... What? You saying that never in your entire career has anything just... Falling off the back of the truck? I don't like your tone. Sorry. It's too loud. Okay. One whole set. I'll uh, lose the paperwork someplace. It's better not come back and bite me in the ass. And they just moved <sighs> to this town too, and just opened up this toy yeah, store. That's like true. this is all they're they're new in town. And the backstory is that he made a bomb threat at school. 
but and he got sorted, expelled. But maybe didn't. I, I couldn't understand. Yeah, like, it, it, it was been, like, confusing. Backtracking on whether how bad he was because he just seemed like a normal kid. Yeah, he did. There was nothing that made like made me go like, oh, that makes sense that he would have made a bomb. Yeah, because like, like this is his character. Right. Sure. He was like overly nice. Yeah, I do remember like a surge of like anarchist kids in the nineties. I could be making that up, but like the anarchy cookbook was a thing. Yeah, sure. and if it was a kid who was like learning to make bombs or like found this thing and the parents like took it out of context, and then maybe later like the kid does like use something of his knowledge to explode or like yeah. solve the problem like Ooh, I, I like he's like blow up the bad guys and he's like but i you said i wasn't supposed to do yeah. any of that stuff anymore mm-hmm. and, and then like, like the dad has a bunch of his old stuff that the little kid used to have oh, in a yeah, drawer yeah, yeah. somewhere that he hid from him it's like go for it son yeah <laughs> that would have been interesting i don't know if destiny. burger king would have liked any of that <laughs> and turns well, there could have been like a whopper in there or something <laughs> there could have been like a he's like building his bombs and eating mm. a whopper at the same yeah, time yeah think of chicken fries oh, on burger king is like all right we'll, we'll look the other way <laughs> <laughs> is the the main character's mom is that actually not his mom i kind of missed that i think it's was that his mom. dad's girlfriend or his stepmom i don't because like he hated know. her without any explanation i don't understand hmm. the relationships between any of the characters in this movie like the only relationship like in this other. film that I understand are the are David Cross and the other guy yeah, who don't they make sense. Who like con- conflict. They are the only ones that make sense They're to me. They're yin and yang. Well, I guess yeah. Dennis Leary's character also makes sense to me because that's true. That's exactly every you know crazy CEO in this. <laughs> but everyone else, no, I don't understand their dynamics, and they're never explained. So we just roll with it. <laughs> yeah, the there was. There was like a scene early on where the dad was going off to, I don't know where he was going. He was actually. going he was on vacation or something. By himself? He should have been going to like a toy con or yeah. something. Because that's the same thing happens in the Grim ones with his dad. Yeah. But and then we, he showed up like the next day or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, like, and was it was funny because when he said he was going to have to leave, I was like, oh, we were right about that yeah. at least. Because we thought the parents were gone and came back to a destroyed house. But no, they participated in the whole thing. Like we just forgot they were there. The dad leaves and then he comes back and there's no explanation. Nope. Like where he went and why, why, he why did he so, need to go so to something anyway like yeah why was that a plot element at no. all just go ahead and reuse the gremlins plot of the dad going to some weird toy fair he figures out the small yes. soldiers or yes. like a technology and then like when his kid calls him he's like oh these are the things i've been reading about now he's on board to go help his kid win the yes. win the battle yeah See, but no he's just like grumpus the whole movie man they should have made yeah maybe he should have been more like the the guy in uh cloudy with the chance of meatballs like he's like a science dad and like mm-hmm. he's really into like toys and stuff really he's not just like a business yeah. owner like maybe he knows about making toys and stuff yeah. yeah he doesn't seem like he cares about owning toys there's one scene where he gets mad at his son for like ruining a boat like yeah like a model but like a large model kind of ship. all we can just to serve the purpose of him being mad at his son and not that he cares about toys yeah yeah like there's there's an element that keeps like being hit hit upon that like the son is a failure and he keeps screwing up and like the the mom asked him in one scene, like, oh, did you lock up the store? And all of a sudden he was like, of course I locked up the store. I can't do anything right. And then stormed upstairs. And I was like, that's a common thing to have. Where did that kid, come though? from? It came out of nowhere. It, is, it isn't like, motivated for the context of the film. Yeah. Yes. But that does happen in life. When I saw that scene, I was like, wait, is that his mom or is that his stepmom or is that his dad's girlfriend? Like the way he interacted with her the, is really weird compared the, to how he interacted with his dad. You know, I hadn't really thought about it, but you're right. The way the mom is portrayed in general is just strange. Like she really is sort of treated as sort of a weird she's an like it doesn't belong kind of thing until she gets like her air quotes redemption with the tennis racket mm-hmm. and and blowing like hitting flaming tennis balls back at the the soldiers how many air quotes are you putting around that i mean all of them because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta add a lot yeah it was so i like all of a sudden they're like wow she did do something right and i'm like was she doing things wrong I don't, yeah, she didn't screw up anything. No, what like what, was there some cut plot line that like she used to be a, a tennis star once upon a time and like then uh, I don't know tore an ACL or something and yeah. had to retire and she's bitter about it. Maybe what, it's what possible this? because this is they they made a movie they had to cut scenes out at the yeah. last minute. Yeah, who knows? It's on it the cutter still ended floor. up being two hours. Yeah, it, somehow it's like long, what was this a so. three hour movie before and. So I think like that's why it doesn't really fit together. Yeah, and I did look it up. Uh, Joe Dante did not write this. Oh, okay. But there I were four was, writers. Yeah, I, was saying, on I knew movie. there was a lot of writers, and I thought he was in there. But oh my gosh, this this movie's very. It's confusing. a mess of a film. Like you know, we were trying to figure out too about if like who gets taken hostage and when and for why. 
and even now, like I know how that did play out, but I'm mm-hmm. still confused by it. The, the soldiers realize that the kid has the Gorgonites, and they're just like, "Well, we'll kidnap the girl, and then he'll bring the Gorgonites to us." And I was like, "Why didn't they just attack first thing?" I don't know why. I don't they, know they, they, this weird plan. They got to make that hostage video reference. <sighs> even I guess. before that, they mm-hmm. had the weird plan where they launched the the bazooka guy at the bike, and mm-hmm. he just like climbs around and then just gets ground up in the wheels. And I was like, "That was the 15 minutes I'm not going to get back." <laughs> it was kind of long. <laughs> it was kind of long. And yeah, the the Barbie doll scene was like Gulliver's Travel in a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I did like I, I the visuals of creating the crazy Barbie army. Was, it was that, yeah, was, that was, cool was a really scene. awesome it was sequence. Kind of the whole, the was whole Barbie doll Bride sequence of Frankenstein was kind of really thing. It was good. Very cool. Very cool. If anything, like take that piece from the movie. There's so many different genres that they keep switching into and yeah, out of. Yes, and it's some get like really heavy, and some get like too cartoony, mm-hmm. and they just can't seem to find a lane. They're just trying to do everything at different times, it seems. Yeah. And the audience is just kind of taken for the ride by what the ups and the downs of what's happening. Yeah. I, I, I also feel like the soldiers get way more screen time than the Gorgonites. They do. They do. And so, like, because well, the Gorgonites I, don't do anything. And that just means I just don't care about them. <laughs> like, I don't care about the Gorgonites. The, yeah. They the are soldiers inactive. fascinate me. They are so inactive. Like, in the, the, film. the soldiers are, you know, they're crazy. They all look terrifying. Their faces are like crazy, grotesque caricatures of actual people faces. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're at least interesting characters. The Gorgonites, as far like, just sort of exist, and that's it. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, how long does the main Gorgonite stand on that computer desk for in this movie yeah i, I mean, mean like you keep revisiting that that he, he same gets spot by a cat okay that was a lot of that's that's a lot of work you know i don't know how they shot that and then it was, well the one point he he goes up onto that power pole and then he falls off it and i was like that was a lot too you know he did two things wow <laughs> he did two he does two two he things, did in two the things. He did two. <laughs> you, you, you get two arguably one of the main protagonists of the film does two nothing. things and has zero arc. Yeah. And he's not good at like rallying his own no. group of guys. He, he does it once. Them. He's like, we need when it to do this. And they're like, <laughs> he's so quiet right. and mumbly and just, yeah. I don't even get like what Frank Langella was like basing that character off of. And uh, no. That, I don't know. That needs to be like the second or third character in that group of Gorgonites. Like the old man who's like wise beyond his years. Yep. Like, but. Not the leader. That's right. The leader you, needs you, to you be like while... actively participating in the plot. Yeah, you had said while we were watching it that there's a splinter but no Leonardo. And yeah. that's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Nobody's pushing the Gorgonites to like do better or go forward. It's okay to like cast doubt, but don't have that character be a part of it. Everyone's just so sheepish. All the Gorgonites are sheep. <laughs> yeah. That's all they, they are. should have cut some of the actual actors out of the movie and made it more about the Gorgonites and the small soldiers, I think. Cut some of the cut some of the side. Don't cut characters. Phil Hartman. Don't cut Phil Hartman. You can make him a single <laughs> single dad though. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's I mean, yeah. Uh, he might as well have. You can cut his ambient wife out of the movie and not yes. lose anything. What, yeah. a, what a weird choice that the was. The small soldiers drug a woman. Yep. I, yeah, they I was drug like, a woman. Well, they drug both of them. <laughs> they drug both of them. Yeah. Oh, and like Kristen Dunst's character has a younger brother that's also in this for like ten yeah. seconds. Doesn't do much. She, yeah. He's just there to accompany the drugged up mom, basically. Yeah, he's just like a whiny child who wanted the small soldier toy for his birthday, and he yeah. kept asking about it, and and the main character felt like uh, like uh, obligated to give the toy because he wanted to get together with Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst is trying to buy the toys in the beginning of the film. That's her like in to the movie. Yes. Yeah, did they know each other before or something? No. He's, new, just, he's new in school. He's new they in talk town, a little yeah. bit about it. I mean, I guess the, the cute, way they set it up girl works. Like she's like whatever. taking her younger brother to the toy store to he's, buy it. She's got a cool present. boyfriend, though. He rides around that moped, that Ooh, white moped from true, the Terminator movies. Yeah. I know. He's got like sweet hair. Another movie Definitely reference. much older Man. than her. What a but stud. then they, they did actually mention that. There's a moment where Kristen Dunn's like, I would date older people. And I was like, How old are you? She's 15. She's supposed to be like 15. I only date statutory rapists. <laughs> is that Andy Moldenhauer talking or Kirsten hey, Dunst talking? Hey! <laughs> Don't take that out of context. Speaking of, Andy, do you remember when Christina Ricci had some lines in this movie? <laughs> ching, 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 ching. She was like every single doll. She was. <laughs> I was loving it. And she had good lines, too. They were actually like some of the funnier lines they in were. the movie. That scene seemed very thought out. Yes. That one, it, it felt that like a different sense. movie almost. Yeah. It was, but they committed to it. Like we were in that scene. Like we saw everything happen from beginning and, to end. Yeah, you it told the, the story of the small soldiers like taking apart one of their own, 
and like bra- and like yeah. breaking his brain up into the, yeah. like a, like dumber versions of other toys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I like that they they were trying to re recreate like the 1930s Frankenstein. And then, like, they had, like, a little container that, like, six of the Barbie dolls were in. And then they, like, rose up into, like, a muffin container or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and turned a switch on. And then they had, like, the Frankenstein movie in the background. Yes. And one of the guys was like, it's alive. It's alive. That was, that whole it's, like, the was only really good. good movie reference yeah. out of the it, whole it's, thing. Well, it's appropriate for the scene. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Everything else is just out of context punch up that some comedian did for the film. You've been a bad boy. And now... You must be punished. Yeah. Watch out, girl. Pissy fit. You're to die for. Run! She's got a baton. It's a baton death march. She's gone postal. That comes up to like the final fight where it's like we struggle to remember anything that happens in it. We literally watched this. 30 minutes, not even 30 minutes ago, I still couldn't tell you what happens in this final fight because, one, it's extremely confusing. The the geography of this fight makes very little sense. Yeah, the backyard keeps changing. People keep, front yard, yeah, the they, backyard, they keep moving but, houses, like, around But the, the camera's still block. always, like, facing forward, and yeah. you don't get, like, a sense of, like, no, back they and don't, front. No, they don't hit, hmm. stick to 180 at all, so you're just, don't, you don't know what part of the house you're even looking at. We joke, like, because all of a sudden at the very end of the film, the porch has collapsed, and we're like, when did that even happen? Yeah. I don't know. Like, None of that follows at all. <laughs> Give me some long tracking shots to figure out the geography of what you're doing or something. That would have been like a cool war shot of like yeah. a helicopter like zooming over and like going all around and, and people fighting in different rooms and things. That would have been sweet. Yeah, every single line for like the last 30 minutes are all references. Like mm-hmm. it, it was heavy before and the, it, it, just, really it just goes off the rails on, there. Yeah. And it just... Some of the oh. jokes are so lame, like There's, like the mom's like hitting flaming balls with a tennis racket, and then like the dad's like, "We gotta figure out another solution before my wife gets tennis yeah. elbow." Good form, honey. <laughs> oh, he boy. literally says, "Put it in your pipe and smoke it." That's yeah. like so cliche. <laughs> oh, with the broom, indeed. Yeah, yep. That so lame. That's like a that's got to leave a mark. That's level like when of they. <laughs> like what? That's oh. so old. Did I do that? <laughs> they well, they run out and, like they got the crazy nail gun that I would still terrified. The of. nail guns. There's and like there's, there's scary things in this a movie. Nail there gun are scary. But the guys on there like nail them. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like oh, okay on the nose everything. I like when they're like firing like CD discs and using like things like that. Yeah, that made a lot of sense. And they're I, like CD discs. <laughs> that would have been good, actually. <laughs> Put this in your disc drive and spin it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Um. But I like that the small soldiers are creative and like using yeah. things yeah. around them in the world. They, like, they have a, something, a thing that you know? they do. The Gorgonites don't have a thing that they do. No. The small soldiers are on a mission yeah. from the moment that Tommy Lee Jones gets out of that box. I'd be fine with like the the Gorgonites communicating with a cat or like animals or something that'd have yeah. been fine they seem to do anything sort of you just see where cat. they're riding the cat that'd have been great why is that not in the movie <laughs> they've referenced this cat so many <laughs> times point. and the cat only licked arthur yeah and then like kind of moved a little bit when the well, flaming ball got shot say, it. and it was present in the, in like the speech scene where they you see can all the other ones and the cat's just sitting there next to all the other gorgonites like it's one of them now <laughs> i know <laughs> I it's like, like I, either use the cat or get rid of the cat yeah. Here's a fun rewrite. Archer has like a horse type animal that okay. dies. The small soldiers kill it for the first time, so you know they're bad people. And but later, gets... but later he does ride the cat, and he's like, oh, it looks yes. like him. But then when the small soldiers, when Chip Hazard finds all the recruits, that horse is like in one of the boxes and like falls over, and he comes back and saves the day. Oh, he my can get gosh. him back. Yes. Yes. That, I like that. Yeah, well, I'm writing a movie here. <laughs> <laughs> you put some thought into it, you know? I'm trying to make things into a character. The archer oh, had boy. lost something. He's down in the dumps. Well, I, I don't <sighs> know if we can say like that it's anybody's fault in particular. No. We could well, say it's everybody's studio, fault. Studio meddling, probably. It, yeah, probably. It's everybody's fault. 90s studio meddling. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. we can't blame Joe Dante for this. No. It, no, it, I like, mean, he's a good director. He did like, what he was told to, and then he what, what he was told changed. Yeah. And it, and and it seems like they shot a lot of movie. Like, I have to believe mm. that if this movie was two hours with this cut, there's like, some... there, there's got to be like an eight hour version of this movie somewhere. <laughs> 
Didn't they say they uh, that he got rid of a lot of like the last bits of explosions and everything? They like, trimmed out a lot of like the... maybe that's why the the like, roof was dilapidated. Yeah, like it sounds like the yeah the final fight was a lot more of what I thought it was in part one than what it actually turns out to be. Like I would love a director's cut of this movie. I would watch this movie if there was a director's Joe cut. Dante. Get get with us. We want to talk to you. Give us that crazy. Let's see what the movie could have been. Edgy version, he's he's yeah. not making movies anymore. I'm pretty sure. But we well. can you know get him on Twitter. I don't know. Okay. Send him an email. Him up. Yeah. Let's send him a handwritten note. I don't care Ooh, how we get all. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Let's, let's Twitter him. <laughs> let's do it. Let's Twitter at him. Let's do that so that we can finally enjoy this. <laughs> Joe Dante. Wow. I'm kind of glad I revisited this though. He should have just remade yeah. Gremlins. You know, like that was the intention. He kind of did. <laughs> he tried to. Yeah. Even though this movie like wasn't the greatest, it wasn't like so bad that I was just like, ugh, no. like, get over it. Like just end it. Like I was kinda interested to revisit it. It was kind of just things yeah. happening. Yeah, it was. Like, it was. It and was. and this, this happens of, and this I, happens and this happens. I, I think it's it sort of what came up in our last episode with the Hundred and One Dalmatians of like a boring movie versus a bad movie. This is sort of just a boring movie. Like this yeah. is a movie where I'm just like I, you know, I didn't get anything yeah. out of watching this. I You're mean, not dragging me in with anything. It was here. made pretty yeah, well. It's like some things kind to the work but most good. of the things don't but yeah, really yeah, work. yeah and like if you miss it like half this movie you're not gonna actually miss half this movie yeah i don't want to be any of the characters in the movie nope. i don't relate to anybody it's like gremlins works because the main character is like a college student and you're like as a kid you think that's like an adult and like cool and then as an adult you see that as like having problems or and he's living at home there's all sorts of things like associated with that the kids are just too young in this movie and then when they change the mood of it that doesn't fit it doesn't to, fit yeah, anymore even when you even when you have them that young, like it almost, it's a kind of a weird comparison, but I feel like Hocus Pocus is like a, a similar version. Well, they have of that, this all movie. the ages in Hocus Pocus. And they do too. have all the ages, but even then, like the main characters are about the same age, and it works so much better in that movie. Like you feel. Those characters are a little older. You can but... reflect to those characters. This one, they've all felt like empty shells. Mm-hmm. I, like... I didn't necessarily think that like Kirsten Dunst and Greg Smith were like around the same age, too. Like he looked a little younger than her. And then you had that other guy that like even <laughs> aged him even younger. Yeah. That's true. And they didn't have any like characteristics really. Like maybe Gregory no. Smith's supposed to be like nerdy since he owns a computer. Yeah, like maybe. Well, that's like not enough. Maybe may- give him like asthma or something. I don't or know. Give us a day where he's like coming home from school and like you see that you know he's got a, a specific problem or something at the school. Neither, neither of them are kids that we would see like around us when we we're in school. Well, we, yeah, that, we don't. Person get, didn't exist, and we don't get any taste of their daily life in order to like find things that we could identify yeah. with, with them. You start with them in the toy store getting toys and then fighting stuff and that's it there's nothing to show you that these kids are like you i know they both like led zeppelin and that he owns a computer that's, that's all i yeah, know about these it. characters he got Encarta. <laughs> i mean we all had Encarta. there are like connected. references that like clearly you're like okay like an older person wrote this well that's what i felt about like the stranger things when that came out it's like but this like seven-year-old kid have a picture of the poster of the thing in, in his room i don't know it seems like a little young but maybe uh, maybe I don't know. well that I movie see, must have came out like a couple little of years brad having a th- thing poster i didn't room. know i never had a, i had a lamborghini and i had like a nasa poster Ooh, there you go. but that okay. was like the extent of what i had i had, like a detroit pistons poster and that was yeah that seems like a sports team makes I, a lot of sense for a kid to have i also had a nasa poster <laughs> <laughs> so i guess we're just not those kids <laughs> <laughs> No characters are relatable. I don't want to be any of them. None of the small soldiers have unique things that like I can identify with. I don't know any of their names. The Gorgonites have cool abilities, but they are not ever explained until the fight, and you see them use them, and they're never addressed. One guy's like strong. One and guy could one do guy the spins Tasmanian devil-style thing, yeah. One guy swings mm-hmm. from, a, from a rope. The, hunchback guy. the Star Wars eyeball monster. I wanted really him to have anything. like a secret power where he was like maybe like a ninja yeah. or something. He or at least like he could do be some reconnaissance looking out the window with that giant eye and be like, yeah, I can like a, he's like see a telescope. Forever. Or like, yeah, I don't know. The hunchback looking guy just makes a Quasimodo, like a hunchback of Notre Dame reference. That was his mm. one purpose. Yep. <laughs> the Frankenstein guy. I don't really yeah, know what I, he's doing. I don't know. I don't know. There was nothing to connect with any characters, whether they were toys or people. <laughs> I forgot how important the middle part was. The middle part in your hair. <laughs> My hair? No, in, in his in, his hair. He in had Greg that, Smith's hair. He had that nineties boy hair. In Kirsten Dunst's uh, boyfriend's hair. Yeah, that was. I was watching Home Improvement yesterday. The main oh, like JTT had that for the sure. Oldest son had that. The in there. Uh, the the cool friend from Boy Meets World, Sean. He had that. The say that middle the part. The middle part was so Dude, popular. I was so upset as a kid because I could not pull off the middle part. I tried to force. I tried to force the middle part. I 
did. I was a kid. I did too. It was a. Uh, I was taking a photo for our school, and I. Oh, oh I, you did a last minute for. I, I knew the photographer because she was a mom of one of my friends, and I like tried the middle part. She tried to fix it. She was like, oh, and I was like, God, no, Bradley. no, leave it, leave the middle part. And she was like, <laughs> uh-uh. all right. And I saw that photo like lately, and it's like I should have listened yeah. to her. Don't worry, everyone. That's going up on our Facebook uh, for this. So I can uh, find it again. See. It's probably in a. <laughs> I actually admire all the goofy, weird photos mm-hmm. in, in oh, elementary boy. school. I go through the, that. I see the evolution the of my lights. bowl cuts. Oh and yeah, everything. the bowl you cut know. was huge. I had, I had, I had standard bowl cut from like first grade the, to like yep, seventh grade. Tail. The mushroom cut. That's and what it's called. Seventh right? grade is when I started experimenting with my own hairstyles, and I was terrible. I should not have been allowed to do that. <laughs> Dude, I, I hated getting haircuts because like we only went to Bowricks, and they don't know how to cut hair at all. <laughs> and so like every time I was always like, I don't want to get a haircut because it's just gonna turn out bad and yeah, then it's gonna it take a while cuts, to grow yeah. it yeah i was like i'd always shave my head it's yeah just like oh, there you go. never with done it. that <laughs> never done that oh boy i'm in the midst of growing out my hair right now maybe <laughs> get like, that ball cut yeah. it's going go go ball far. cut baby <laughs> <laughs> What's all, straight bowl cut get a bowl cut i could i could probably pull everything old right is now. new again <laughs> yeah bringing yeah. it back zubaz pants bowl cut let's bring it <laughs> I think the bull cut actually is coming back. I hope not. Get one of those nylon. No, I, I think breakers. it is. I think I, uh, they're definitely in Korea, South Korea. The bull mm. cut is huge, but also you do see some Americans, some, it, some like zoomers that about have it, bowl right, cut. A lot of that K-pop, they all have like they all have bull cuts. Those, they're right. all mushroom cuts. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it sets yeah. the style too because everyone looks up to them. It, once it actually looks hair. better though. Well, because they're all gorgeous people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are very good looking. That is fact. That's true, man. I think that's small soldiers. Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode of our show. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, History is about to be written by two guys who can't spell. We remember Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Now, a motion picture so grand, so magnificent, and so vast, it spans 7,000 years. No way! Yes, way. But it starts with Bill. I'm Bill S. Preston. Who was Joan of Arc? And Ted. Noah's wife? We're in danger of flunking most heinously tomorrow. A force from the future. Can we go anywhere we want at any time? You can do anything you want. Is putting history at their fingertips. Let's reach out and touch someone. They're traveling through time. How's it going, royal ugly dudes? Put them in the iron maiden. Excellent! Execute them! And they're making a big impression. Historical babes. Now they're home. Buddy, get together, remember who your buddy is. To trash the 20th century. We got a live one here. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Napoleon. We're from history. Billy the Kid. Oh my God. Joan of Arc. Sigmund Freud. Tell me about your mother. You a musician? Beethoven. Genghis Khan! Abraham Lincoln. Party on, dudes! Socrates. George Carlin. We're history. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! Bill and Ted's Excellent! Excellent! Excellent adventure. Party on, dude.